Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. On your home for the best Ravens coverage. It's time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. Sponsored by Window Nation. Winter is here. With Window Nation, replacing those old windows is easier and more affordable than you think. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. 105.7 The Fan. Yeah, well, I'm glad we have uh, Justice on a two-year deal. Justice was really one of the unsung heroes of the team this year down the stretch. I mean, uh, it was a challenge this year with J.K.'s injury, which was unfortunate, terrible for us, and then with Keaton. You know, we'll assess that market. We'll talk to those guys. We'll try to we'll see where things kind of lie with, with Gus and J.K., two guys I have a lot of respect for. Derek DeCosta, Ravens GM, a couple weeks back, talking about his running back situation. And quite frankly, it is a situation. Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fed, Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw, news from the nest. And, you know, he mentioned the names. Justice Hill is signed. Keaton Mitchell is signed. Owen Wright under contract, but Keaton Mitchell's probably going to miss most of next year, if yeah. not all of it. Yeah. Owen Wright, maybe a, a training camp surprise, perhaps. Dobbins, Edwards, Cook, Melvin Gordon, all free agents. Yeah. Cook and Gordon, adios amigos. Um, Dobbins and Gus Bus, I would think um, right price. You know, if, if, if they were to come for what we offer... I'll bring those guys back. If not, I got to get others. But I need, um, I think Keaton Mitchell, like you said, Bob, I think he's, he may miss all of twenty four. So they've got to get, they've got to get a guy in the draft because Justice Hill is excellent teamer and stuff. They had him a lot in pass protection, those kind of things. Played terrible in the Chiefs game in pass protection, but up to that point, he had done a pretty decent job. So, I mean, he, he's got a he's really good on teams, really good on teams. So he's got a role for him. They just need, you know, Gus Bus can't be that guy anymore that's going to carry it 12. He's good down on the goal line, short yardage. That's kind of his role. And with Dobbins, who knows? Don't know what you're going to get with Dobbins just because he's been hurt. He's got to do like a cheap, I don't, you know, I mean, if he wants a lot of money, he ain't going to be a Raven. I would imagine, you know, we'll give him a little something and incentives about what he can do, but they need to draft one. Now, with Gus Edwards, talking about him, for his career going into this year, he averaged five yards a carry. Mm -hmm. This year, 4.1. So pretty much a full yard short 
of what he has done throughout his NFL career. And, and Bob, and that's with the team that still rushed the ball number one. You can't say they had a crappy offensive line because the offensive line most of the time in the run game and stuff was pretty good. And when you got Keaton Mitchell averaging, what, 6.8 yards per carry? 8.4. Or 8.4 per carry, yeah. So you got other guys averaging p- pretty good per carry. And then Gus Bus. We saw it, Bob, we saw it with Ingram. Saw the same thing with Ingram. You know, as they get older, um, you start to lose some. And to me, that's what's happening with Gus Bus. We did a phenomenal job doing a red zone. Now with Dobbins, look, we saw his potential, obviously at Ohio State when he rushed for 2,000 yards, but his first year in Baltimore, 2020, then got hurt in training camp of 21, came back last year, slow start, started to percolate in the second half of the season, Yeah, and then... Blows the Achilles in the opener against uh, Houston, a game in which he scored a touchdown. Would he just want to get out of Dodge? Because, hey, man, this is Baltimore as great as it is as an organization. I've had nothing but bad luck wearing this uniform. Possibly, man. possibly. But here he'd have a chance to, you know, play a lot. Guy, yeah. yeah. So uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what he wants. But they've got to bring in, uh, they've got to bring in the one or two backs. And maybe one in the draft, Bob, and then, you know, a couple undrafted guys because they've had – Gus Bus was undrafted. Keaton Mitchell was undrafted. So they've had success with undrafted guys. But um, I I think – and we've said it. Both of us have said it. The Keaton Mitchell thing killed them. Otherwise, I believe if Keaton would have been healthy, Bob, they're in a Super Bowl. They'd have been able to run it more just because he has that ability, you know – to outrun people. Yeah, we said it the day after the it was injury. A gut punch. It sucked. Yeah. I mean, everything he did to earn a spot on the team and then waited patiently to get his opportunity. He had become the featured back in the offense. Yep. He was the guy. So coming back from a major knee injury to even if he does come back, Vinny, it's not going to be pre injury, Keaton Mitchell. Maybe we see that two years from now. Yeah, and and Bob, I can't recall. Did they just say it was just ACL? Because it was kind of ugly. I think there were a lot of CLs in there. Yeah, because it bent the ways that knees aren't supposed to be even longer. Which you know, I hated it for that kid because, like you, Bob, he all of a sudden they had a home home run hitter instead of singles and doubles. It's Vinny at Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Other area of need will be wide receiver, and we played yesterday the cuts. Talking about Rashad Bateman, who is under contract along with Zay Flowers, whose status is uncertain, given potential legal issues going on here. Tylen Wallace. Now, Beckham's, what, there's a team option there? Is that what we got going on? Uh, I think that was just uh, like... Uh, Avoidable type years, Bob. That well, they ain't picking up a team option. I can, you right. know, what's it like twelve million dollars? So basically, they have Wallace, Flowers, Bateman under contract for next year. That's it. That's it. And they'll be able to find a guy in the middle rounds of the draft. I mean, look at or look at some of these guys. Puka, Bob. You know, could have been rookie of the year with fifth round pick. Mm-hmm. So you can find some gems. They just got to find some guys that. Uh, that they like, um, or, you know, that kind of fits with what they do as a wide receiver. But they're depending on Flowers, that's going to influence the draft and free agency. Yeah, because if he's suspended or, you know, even worse, 
man, now. Well, then you're, you're kind of in dire straits. You're in a major, major way as a rate. And obviously, we'll let the due process take its course with Zay Flowers. But we talked earlier about Nelson Aguilar, and I don't believe it would be a bad thing to bring him back no, on a similar all. deal. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. He was he he fit in well. He he fit in well. You know, I mean, he was a guy that played more plays than uh, Odell played, um, and he had a role. He's got a role on the team. Hey, he had the big play that set up. Yes, he did. Uh, well, I think Chiefs. that was when the. Uh, <laughs> I think Lamar might have thrown the pick right after that one. Oh, when he yeah. got it down, yeah. yeah. David Duvernay, what are we doing here? Bob, I just I don't think he's a great receiver. You know, I mean I think the numbers say that. Yeah. Or the lack thereof. <laughs> and he they he he made more he got overpaid last year. Um I would not be in any big hurry to try to re-sign him. Go out and see if anybody wants you. And if they do, maybe they want him as a return guy. But I mean, Bob, thirteen kickoffs in the Super Bowl, not one returned. There's not a lot of kickoff returns anymore. It's video at Haiti, 105.7. The fan news from the Nest. We'll get more to the Ravens' needs coming up at 1 and a fall lunch. But we do have some football news. This is coming by way of ESPN. Adam Schefter. Jimmy Garoppolo <clears throat> suspended two games for violating the NFL's performance-enhancing substance policy. You juicing? A league source have told ESPN. Uh, let's see. The policy said it was related to Garoppolo <laughs> using a prescribed medication without having a valid therapeutic use exemption from the league. He will not appeal and he'll miss the first two games of 2024. But he's going to get uh, released by Oakland and, or the Vegas Raiders. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know that, you know, I, I guess, are you going to pay him to come be your backup? <laughs> I don't know. He's hurt a lot often. Yeah, I don't know. I think Jimmy G's going to have some rehabbing to do, yeah. image-wise and performance-wise. It's video at 80. We'll come back. Let's count some cash, hopefully by yourself, and talk about the sports subjects of the weekend. Talk Orioles with Dan Conley at 1230. You want to get in, you can at 410-583-105. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Are you buying? Great cash, homie. Or are you selling? I'm not going to buy into that crap. Penny and Haney, 1057, The Fan. Penny and Haney, 1057, The Fan. Get back to your phone calls. Dan Conley's going to join us bottom of the hour. Talk some more, so stay tuned for that. But right now, let's count that weekend money, buy or sell. 
All right. The Dow, we're kind of flat today, Bob. The Dow's down 26. The S&P's down a point five. NASDAQ's down 34. DraftKings down 41 cents. Under Armour down 15 cents. Fire Cell is brought to us here by the Farmer's Dog. We'll get things started here in college basketball, where it's been a rough season for Ohio State. Started the year 12-2, and two, then lost nine of their next 11, and it resulted in Chris Holtman being fired. Uh, early part of his tenure at the school, actually very successful. Four trips to the tournament, should have been five if they played one in 2020. But last year and this year, things have gone south pretty quickly, and the school has decided to move on, despite having to still pay him $12.8 million. Buy or sell, Bob, Ohio State, too quick to fire Holt. I'll sell it. I mean, in theory, probably they were and unfair to him. And as you said, Nolan, if it wasn't for COVID, they went to five straight tournaments but never made it out of the first weekend. And they've really rocked bottom this season. Look. With these athletic departments, I know we're in a tough time financially in certain areas. It's monopoly money to them. Yep. I mean, they just play people, pay people. I mean, Turge makes, what, millions of dollars. And he hasn't coached in two years, at least at that level. So they decided to pull the trigger. I saw uh, Sean Miller's name mentioned. And Nat Oates, at, or Nate Oates, rather, at Alabama's possible replacements hmm. for the... Ohio State University. Well, besides money, why would Oates want to leave Alabama? I don't know. Well, because Ohio school. Well, yeah. so Ohio program. State, duh. It's the same. You're going from like Peter to Paul. Yeah, I guess in that area. But you know, who knows? Money talks. BS walks. Go over to the NFL, where Brandon Ayuk had a career year for the 49ers, uh, earning second team All Pro recognition in the process. Now he's set to play in 2024 on his fifth-year option, and many view this to be a potential lame-duck season for him. Uh, Rumors are he could be traded due to the team's cap situation. They feel like they might not be able to keep him long-term. But Vinny Byers-Sell, with the 49ers still being in a Super Bowl window, keeping Ayuk is the smart decision, even if they know they're going to lose him a year from now. Absolutely. You know, they've got a window because a year from now, Purdy can get paid. So um, Purdy's, you know, I mean, if he takes him to the NFC Championship again, he's going to want to get uh, get paid. And then all of a sudden their, uh, their window is really, really tight. You know, and they're going to look, they might have to kind of be in a rebuild with Debo Samuel. You know, he's been getting beat up more. Ayuk could be a free agent. Um, they'll probably have a lot of those types of things. Over to the NBA, where P.J. Tucker is not happy at all about the way things have played out for him this season. Remember, he was packaged with James Harden in that trade from the Sixers to the Clippers. But since then, he's seen his playtime decrease and then completely disappear altogether. He hasn't played at all since late November, just been benched. He's healthy, they're just not playing him. Uh, He says he wants out. He's not a buyout candidate because contract price is just a little too high. So it seems he can either just sit on the bench, watch the game for free, or stay away from the team. They did dismiss him early ahead of the All-Star break. Uh, But buy or sell here, Bob. Either way, Tucker has played his last NBA game of his career. I'll sell that because he can can play some D and bang some threes for you. I believe he got fined for popping off 
about his trade demands too. I think him and Bones Highland got sent got put in timeout. I mean, if am I missing something? Aren't the Clippers doing pretty well without mm-hmm. him? Yeah. Shut your sock hole. I mean, I guess the competitor in him wants to be on the floor and right. I get all that, but he is not played his last game in the NBA. He'll play again. I was just surprised that he's already 38. That snuck up on me. One of those guys, you're like, oh my God, he's been around forever. Yeah, what, Texas, if I'm not mistaken. Go back to the NFL where the Falcons have a new coaching staff and plenty of work to do on the offensive side of the ball. All starts with quarterback and new offensive coordinator Zach Robinson says all options are on the table right now. Desmond Ritter, Taylor Heineke both got some starts this past year. Neither anything special. We know that. Uh, But the Falcons, they've got a top 10 draft pick. Free agency, obviously an option for quarterback. Maybe a trade. Buy or sell Vinny. No chance either Ritter or Heineke is starting a quarterback for them week one. I'll buy it. I mean, it's already proven out what they can't do. So I I would think, uh, you know, why would you want to rerun that? We'll close things out here in Major League Baseball. They've got one rule, I guess the league, one rule that they want to emphasize more this year. They've spoken with umpires and managers about strictly enforcing the obstruction of the base paths rule. Oftentimes you see a shortstop, a second baseman, kind of drop a foot or a leg down in the base path while they're trying to stop a steal attempt. Uh, In the event that the umpire deems a base runner has been obstructed, the runner will be ruled safe. Uh, such a play is not reviewable as well. But uh, Bob, by I'm already self, confused. What? Are, are we actually going <laughs> to see this called out more by the umps? Is this uh, actually going to lead to I'm anything? selling it. It might be. I remember way back when they stressed like the balk in like the first month. A bazillion balks were called. Then it just kind of leveled off. I did see, correct me if I'm wrong, Nolan, where the running from first to uh, home to first you're going to give be given more leeway as a runner instead of you're like out of the baseline sort of stuff. I think you'll get a little more clearance, Clarence, in that regard. But to answer that one, uh, yeah, I'm selling it. Yeah, that one made the home plate the first made no sense. You want the guy in the base path. Well, there's no path to throw him out. Sure. And if you drill the guy, he's out, right? So it, it was this whole messy situation. Yeah, I mean, we're an advanced society. We can figure out a way to give us a 90-foot clearance mm-hmm. for a guy to get to the bag and for you to still be able to get him out. Speaking of baseball, Dan Conley will be joining us. Coming up in a matter of minutes, talk about the Orioles, where they got bad news with uh, Bradish and John Means. Is it catastrophic news? Probably not, but still not what you want to hear first day of pitchers and catchers. We got your phone calls at 410 and a lunch at one o'clock going to talk more about these Ravens off-season needs and there are plenty of those for sure call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game you have 47 new voicemails Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Taking sports to a whole new level. 1057 The Fan. Today at Haiti, 1057 The Fan. Featured artist Friday. Ushers, chosen by you, the people. You were so inspired by his halftime performance at Super Bowl 58. You couldn't get enough. So now we're jamming there. So pick a song, we'll play it. Send your request, plus for text line, 410-583-1057. Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw. Let's talk some baseball, Orioles baseball. We'll bounce around a little bit as well with our next guest. Cover the uh, majors for many, many years, including the Orioles more specifically because he's a Baltimore guy, sportsnaught.com. He's on the WGK Law guest hotline. Let's welcome in Dan Conley. Dan, what is up? Hey, guys. How are you? I hope you're keeping your shirt on on, like, Usher during today. And nobody wants to see me taking anything off, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Except for my hat, perhaps, because I still have great hair, not to brag. But let's talk about the Orioles. And the news came out yesterday when Mike Elias met with the media. Uh, Dan, as you're well aware of. Bradish got tweaked in January, PRP, UCLA, IL. I mean, a lot of letters, which leads me to believe we won't be seeing him until maybe June or July. Hopefully, John Means just a month behind as they put him on ice. So the news there, how staggering was it for you? And are the in-house candidates, at least as we sit on February 16th, strong enough to just plug and play there? Well, starting with the first part of that, it's pretty staggering with Kyle Bradish. Not because, you know, right now it's a strain. Right now they're treating it with the PRP. And, you know, he's he's going to be throwing on flat ground today. Uh, he did talk with reporters in Sarasota today and basically said that he feels like, he's you know, it's a tiny setback. He's feeling good. He's going to be fine. And, you know, and, and it does play out that way sometimes. However, you know, the the first rule about sports writing fight club is never underestimate injuries. You just, you gotta, you know, you, you have to think the worst in a sense. And obviously anything that deals with the, anything that deals, <clears throat> excuse me, with the UCL means that there's a possibility in the future of a tear and or surgery, um, and which is Tommy John surgery, which puts you back 12 to 18 months. And Bradish had such a great year last year, having him as your number two, is a, is a tremendous thing for the Orioles. So you have to be somewhat worried about this because, you know, we've seen this before. We've seen this happen. Now, we've also seen guys with the PRP come back, and, and they're fine, and, and, you know, the strain, and, and they move on. So we'll have to see how this plays out. He will not be on the opening day roster. He will start the season on the IL. And it looks like John Means is going to start the season on the IL as well. And so, you know, he's pushed back a month, but it, it doesn't look like he's going to be ready for opening day. So you're talking about two-fifths of your opening day starter, uh, opening day rotation, being out for opening day here in the beginning, in the middle of February. And that is concerning. Now, do they have enough guys to hold the line? For a little bit, sure. I mean, you're not going to replace John Means and, and especially Kyle Bradish for a long period of time with what the roster currently stands at. So, you know, can they weather a, a three-start storm, you know, with those guys being out? Sure. They have Tyler Wells. They have Cole Irvin. They have some young kids that, you know, that they're interested in, uh, like Povich. So we'll see. 
But if this is a, a long-term thing, especially with Kyle Bradish, then, yeah, this is really is disturbing. Now we talk about, you know, doing your due diligence as a media, uh, you know, person and a strong one at that. The Jesus Lazardo dots were starting to be connected to the Orioles right after the Bradish news came out. And, you know, he's controllable through 27, talented lefty, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He's not going to come cheap. I mean, are they going to go for that big of a swing, getting rid of the prospects? Because I'm guessing, Dan, new ownership and all, that big monies to Montgomery and Blake Snell are out of the question right now. Yeah, I would agree on the on the last part for sure. Uh, you know, it's, it's still the same ownership until it officially changes hands. I don't think they're going doing a a you know a big plunge like that. I I've honestly didn't think they're going to do a big plunge like that all you know all off season. I've been saying since the beginning, if they do make a big move, it's going to be via trade because of the guys that they have, and I still think that could be the case. You know, it, it's funny. I, I mean, Lazardo's guy's been on the radar. All of those Miami Marlins pitchers who could potentially be uh, available slash, you know, controllable for a while have always been on the Orioles' radar. And they've talked to, to the Marlins uh, during the offseason. They obviously talked to the Chicago White Sox, and we know they talked to Milwaukee Brewers because of the Burns trade. Those three were the teams going in that I thought the Orioles had the best connection with as far as a fit, and I still believe that to be the case. Now, will they go ahead and, and give up some pitchers for or some prospects for Lozardo now? I wouldn't necessarily think so. I would think right now it's more of a stopgap situation because you are hoping that Bradish is going to be fine. Uh, so my thought is is what they might end up doing is if they can get some of these second-tier pitchers, one of those guys, maybe a Ryu or, or, or somebody of that nature. Uh, you know, they're, they're, Mike Clevenger is still out there. Uh, Michael Lorenzen is still out there. So maybe they decide to go that way, a one-year deal with one of these guys um, that they can get in the cheap and kind of plug in and see how it works. You can always have starting pitching depth, no question there. But I, as far as a big splash right now, because of this news, I don't anticipate it, at least not yet. If they hear more about Bradish, that could change. Dan Conley joining us, Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan, talking Orioles and Major League Baseball on this Featured Artist Friday. The bullpen with Wells and Irvin, maybe Dan moving back into the rotation. That creates two openings in the bullpen, so we could talk about those possible replacements, and maybe most importantly, who's your uh, high-leverage guy at the back end? Kimbrell's track record speaks for itself. This guy might wind up in Cooperstown when it's all said and done, but the Orioles aren't getting getting that version of Craig Kimbrell right now. Yeah, you got to see what Kimbrell does, and I, I really like the Kimbrell signing. And and you know, I don't think I don't think it was super popular throughout the league. I had you know certain executives and uh, uh, scouts and stuff say, do they really think he's got something left? I think what Craig Kimbrell does is he brings a certain attitude of a closer to the team, and that is something that that Felix Bautista grew into, and I believe he had it. Yanir um, Cano is a guy who I think is you know, could be there. He, he could have developed that attitude. He certainly has great stuff. You know, Tyler Wells, obviously he may be in the rotation now, but he's a guy that I think could be a closer. Uh, so, you know, Perez is a, is a guy who's got great stuff at the back end as well. And so I think what Kimbrell does is he takes the pressure off those other three guys. He comes in, it's his job, and he does it. And if he struggles, then it still gives you two more months or whatever, a month of, of Yenier Cano, being available, being a back-end guy, going through the motions, understanding the job. And it would maybe easier for him to transition to that job if there's trouble with Kimbrell or if Kimbrell gets hurt or whatever it might be. I look at Kimbrell as closer insurance, and I think it was a smart move. It's one year. 
It doesn't tie you up for long, and it gives you a guy who maybe he isn't what he used to be, but he still knows how to do the job, and he can impart that onto these other guys as well. A lot of being a closer is just having the right attitude for it, guys. And so I think that I think it's a good move. I think he is your closer to begin with, and you know he could be your closer all year. Would I be confident in him in his track record as my closer in October? Right now, probably not. But you know maybe that changes. Maybe he has a really good year. And maybe by the time October rolls around, it's Cano's job, or maybe it's Wells' job. So I, I'm not too concerned about the back end of the bullpen right now. All right, Dan, get the uh, Dan Conley crystal ball together here. March 28th, Jackson Holiday will be doing what? I think he'll be playing at AAA Norfolk. Um, you know, basically, here's the situation. Jeff Jackson Holiday is a really, really good player. Um, if he has a great spring, and proves that he belongs, then he is going to be put in in the everyday lineup at Camden Yards, everyday lineup with the Orioles. And if he has a decent spring and shows that he's got some learning to do, but he's solid, I think you put him at, at AAA and let him get a little bit more time there. You have Obviously, you have options. You have guys that can play second base, guys that can play shortstop. You still have Mateo in this roster. You still have Arias in this roster. So I think that what you do is you really see how he fits in you know, on the field, off the field, everything for the spring. I think he will be given a legitimate chance to break, but he'll do so as a three-quarters or full-timer. And if it seems like he might be a little bit overmatched for that, I would think you want to get him down in AAA and have him play every day and get that ready so when he comes up, he's ready. The Orioles have done a very good job, in my opinion, for the most part, of getting guys ready and bringing them up when they're ready. Uh, you know, we had you had some questions about Gunnar Henderson, but they stuck with him. And I, I think that they are looking at us more from a maturity and from a, a ready standpoint, more so than just from a talent standpoint. So my guess is they may be a little bit a little bit conservative with Holiday, but if he blows them out of the water, he's going north. Hey, Dan, I got two-parter for you. Number one, yeah. your interest level in Trevor Bauer would be what? And then are we going to he- hear about any injuries from the positional players when they report later in the week? To answer the first question first, my interest level is zero. Um, I do not think you want to mess with any chemistry. I think that they have what is a really good mix right now of young guys with a couple of old, uh, a couple of veterans that, that have a great attitude about things. I would not mess around with that. I, I just I wouldn't. Not not at this time. Not with this team. Um, Bauer's obviously talented. He obviously there there are some questions. Not only just you know obviously with the charges that were against him and then eventually dropped, but just just a, an overall character question. He did bounce around for a guy with his kind of quality. Um, I, I would stay away from it. I mean, I, I would think that the Orioles, you know, obviously would be tempted on the talent. Um, I'm not sure that they go there. I think what they have right now in that as far as chemistry is really special, and I'm not sure that I would mess around with with really anybody that kind of comes from a from an outside point coming in, unless you've really done your homework on him. Uh, but he's talented. So, I mean, obviously winning is the mo- you know, it is the, a big thing there, but I think you really have to be careful on that one. As far as uh, injuries from position players, we've been told that, you know, that, that those guys are already, obviously we know a little bit about Gunnar Henderson's situation. He has a left oblique uh, soreness. He thinks he'll be ready. He doesn't think it's a big deal. Mike Elias doesn't think it's a big deal. It's been about a couple weeks, since three weeks, I guess, since he's had any, um, you know, pain or, or discomfort there. And then, 
Samuel Basalo is a guy, the catcher, who is dealing with a, a stress, stress fracture uh, in his elbow. He's just not going to be throwing. He's going to still be DHing and things like that. That's all we know of right now. I'm sure muscle stuff and, and things like that will, will crop up, especially as you know they do kind of come in in the next few days. Um, but right now they're trying to tell us that there's nothing major, so I guess you got to be got to listen to them a little bit. But again, we didn't know about Fratis' situation until yesterday. Tell everybody what's happening at Sports Not Dan Conley. Yeah, I just had a, a piece up today that that I think is kind of cool. Is the like five uh, storylines that I'm watching that you should be watching for the spring. Obviously, there's a guy in Los Angeles who people are counting every time he swings a bat in BP. Otani is going to be a story all year, obviously, and how he fits in there. Orioles rotation is part of that piece for me today. And I, one of the things that I think is really interesting, guys, is the biggest free agent from last year, in my opinion, was Bruce Bochy, who ended up leading the, the Texas Rangers to the uh, World Series and championship last year. I think you should keep your eye on Bob Melvin in San Francisco. That's a real interesting fit for me. That's a team that has a lot of young guys, has some talent, no one's really looking at. Very kind of is similar to me as the uh, Rangers were last year. And so Melvin, I think, is a great manager. It'll be interesting to see what he can do with that team. Dan Colley, Baltimore native, for those who may not know. Dan, we appreciate the <laughs> time. Oh, yeah, I got to get Dan in. Oh, the Calvert Hall, too, as a matter of <laughs> fact. Dan, appreciate it. Have a great weekend. We'll catch up soon. All right, guys. Take care of yourself. Dan Conley, everybody. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fed. We'll come back, reset, take your phone calls at 410-583-1057. NFL Lunch, get back to the Ravens' needs. You're the GM of the Ravens. Where are the biggest needs for you? After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours... The energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. At the stadium, Vinny schmoozes in luxury suites. From the left, dear, one serves from the left. Whatever's gotten into you, Calpurnia? Amy, post up in the bleachers. You're off, garbage! Yeah. The only place to catch Vinny and Haney together is on 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Here on this featured artist Friday, it's Usher coming up on the 1 o'clock hour. NFL lunch, get back to the Ravens' needs, areas of concern. And for a team that's coming off a 13-win season and a trip to the AFC Championship game, they have a few. And we'll discuss that and more if you want to discuss it with us. Get in here at 410-583-1057. Ian Brown, MLB.com, covers the Red Sox. He'll be joining us at 1.30 if we've been bouncing around. The American League East, kind of forget about the Red Sox after two crappy years in a row. Is this a team that's going to remind us about their potential 
coming up here in 2024. So we'll talk to Ian about that. But let's get back to the phones. Let's go to Baltimore. It's Chris. Chris, thanks for holding. What's happening? Hey, hi. How are you doing, sir? Hey, Chris. How are you? Fine, thank you. Um, uh, Odell Beckham versus uh, Aguilar. I, I was um, – you can bring him back for the right price, Odell, because I feel like over Aguilar, because I feel like he had the best – he was the best hand catcher since Bolden and Steve Smith, if used often and if used in the right position, like in the slot, as opposed to how Monk can use him this year. I mean, he had better hands than Aguilar. I might mm-hmm. go as far as to say that um, I believe Aguilar had multiple drops, including the one against the Chiefs. In the third and third on third down in the first drive that cost them dearly, I mean he had um, one in the um, against the Steelers, and I really can't remember any drops that um, Odell Beckham had. And when they use him in the slot, Odell was always money um, until you know they didn't use him. Now the issue is that um, he didn't get too many um, opportunities. Now if you have Flowers on suspension, then he starts to get more reps. The problem with Odell was because he didn't. Do, he had a plethora of receivers, so he didn't get too many opportunities to get in the field. And um, but when you have Flowers out, I think that he's going to have that more opportunity, just like Likely got more opportunity did, did, and he got better and better when um, the injury to Andrews. So it's not that Odell isn't that good. He's actually really, really good. It's just that he couldn't get in the field, and when he did get in the field, they didn't use him in the right places as often as they should have. And I believe if he had, yeah. I, I think Odell did a good job for the Ravens this year. I, I think they did a lot of the things that, you know, they needed from him leadership-wise. He made some big catches, a lot of contested catches. And like you said, he's spectacular hands catcher. And he made some big plays. He just didn't make a – he didn't make enough. He, he didn't warrant $15 million for that production. Yeah, the right price, they can bring it back. You're right, the right price. Please. We'll make more plays when Flowers is out because if Flowers gets out, because then you start to see more and more of him, and it was have to rely more. Well, on let me just on say this: if slot. I if I had my choice of throwing the ball to one of the others, I'd much rather throw it to Flowers than I would Odell. And Flowers is going to drop some, but I mean his run after the catch is unbelievable. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with you, but I would rather throw it to Odell than Uggler. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. Aguilar's making 1.6. Yeah. That's kind of what we're talking about here. It's not yeah. a question of who's the better player, who's going to be more yeah. cost effective to the Ravens. Aguilar makes 1.6. Odell, you know, I don't know what he wants, but he made $15 million last year. And does Odell Beckham even want to play again? I don't know. He's spending time with Kim Kardashian right now. I think the $15 million a year contracts are the way of the past oh, for him. Well, there was only one that was willing to pay it this past year. Because we, I can't remember the Kansas City uh, reporter, and I apologize, but he said that if the Ravens wouldn't have blown him out of the, wa- out of the water with 15 mil a year, he was going to the Chiefs. Yeah. But the Ravens just made him one of them Luca Brazzi's, an offer he couldn't refuse. And, and maybe he goes to the Chiefs. You know, if he were to take 5 mil a year or something like that, Probably ends up with the Chiefs or the Jets were in it too. But at some point in time, the Ravens are going to need to upgrade over both of those guys with a little younger sort of uh, yeah. They'll they'll draft at cheaper least cheaper potential. They'll draft thing. it, and what they need is is 
They need a little luck with an undrafted free agent wide receiver like they've had with running backs. It's Fiddy and Haney, 105.7 The Fed. When we come back, we're going to talk more about these Ravens' needs, get to the defensive side of the ball. I mean, they're cool at safety, right? Well, well, starters-wise, anyway. You know, that, after that, they don't have <laughs> yeah, anybody. Yeah, we'll address that. If you want to get in at 410-583-1057, feel free to do so. We'll talk about uh, the Red Sox, American League East foes, or the Orioles with Ian Brown from MLB.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <laughs> 